the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. And she said, I came to this church about 20 something years ago. She said, Pastor Draper, you know why I came to this church? I said, why? She said, I finally found a preacher that could break the bread of life and I could understand plainly what he said after he preached. You didn't scream and holler and jump and swing all over the place and slide all under the seats. Hold your ear and go down to the flow. You just read the text, interpret the text, and apply the text. And she said, people may come and go, but I ain't going nowhere because I understand what you're saying. And by the way, the second reason I came, because I like to hear you sing. (laughs) But my friend, this is what is lacking in the church. There's a famine of the word of God in the church. I declare to you today, you can go to a lot of churches. And they will stand up, the church service not but an hour. And 45 minutes of it. Up with hands and hands, they just singing and hollering and just on and on. The music is riveting up, 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 up. It's all dark and psychedelic, and you just going around, and I'm dizzy. <laughs> and you get about 15 minutes of sermonette that make Christianettes. And I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to get in trouble with God for not giving you the truth. Do you realize people can't even fall under conviction unless they hear the preaching of the truth of the word of God? And Ezekiel tells me, Randa, if if you say what I said and don't add nothing to it, don't take nothing from it, the people's blood will not be on your hand their blood will be upon them. You preach it, and they decide not to do it, and they walk out of here, they won't join the church, they leave like they came, they don't want to change, I'm going to get them. But now, Randa, if you forsake my word, 
You're not true to the word. You don't live the word. You don't preach the word. You slip and slide and go around difficult passages. You don't want to offend folk because they might not give. Their blood's going to be on your hand and I'm going to chasten you for your spiritual negligence. We must ask God to liberate and set us free so that we can bless and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Hebrews 12, 1b says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us so we can bless the name of God as worshipers after you have turned off the motor of your car. I'm talking about out in that parking lot. As worshipers after you turn off the motor of your car in the parking lot, before you even open your car door, pray and ask the Lord to give you a thankful heart before entering the house of God. We cannot genuinely praise God unless there is thanksgiving in our hearts. Those void of a heart of thanksgiving are vulnerable and allow themselves to be filled with the things that are not of God. Listen, you will not praise God in jealousy, in bitterness, in with a competitive spirit, with pride, with vindictiveness, with selfishness, with fear, and even with worry. You will not praise God, especially in light of what we have gone through as a nation with the hurricanes, the fires, the mass shootings, the political upheaval. It's so easy to worry. Worry will take away your praise. Worry will cause you to take on the responsibility for that which God never meant for you to assume. Some of you are taking on burdens that God has not authorized you to take on. Many saints often worry about things that God is already working out. Did you get, did you get that? Many, many of you are you're worried about things that God is already working out. And then when he works it out, then you embarrass. You ashamed. We ought to be ashamed. We ought to be uh, 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 embarrassed because it was an inability to trust God and believe that He will work it out on His own time. That's right. That's right. He's working it out even when we don't understand. Even when we when it seems like time is running out. Many saints often worry about things that God is already working out. Refuse to allow worry to steal your energy. It takes energy to worry. Refuse to allow worry to steal your joy. Refuse to allow worry to steal your health. Worry will make you sick. Worry will give you migraine. Worry will give you ulcers. Worry will, will just mess you up. It'll cause you to have lack of inner peace and lack of contentment in Christ. Beloved, there must be praise in the heart before there can be worship in the church. There must be praise in the heart before there can be worship in the church. As we grow and mature in our worship, we will discover new reasons to praise God when we worship God. What are the benefits of praising God? And I'm almost done. What are the benefits of praising God? A, a spirit of thanksgiving and praising God will keep us from meditating on evil things that are destructive to the mind, the soul, and the spirit. Do you know what? It, you know what keeps you from worshiping and praising God? Thinking on that which is evil. 1 Corinthians 13, 5b says, love thinks no evil. That's right. Uh, you think evil against your children. 
and, and think the worst of your children instead of the best of your children. The worst of your wife instead of the best of your wife. The worst of your husband instead of the best of your husband. You can't see the possibilities. You see all the things that are wrong. The, the worst in members, the worst in ministry, the worst in the workplace. And then you get to conniving and strategizing. And all that stuff is of the devil. Uh, love thinks no evil. Devilish strategies. Uh, B, praising the Lord will keep your mind and lift the spirit of depression. I've never seen so many depressed Christians. It will lift depression. And I'm talking to somebody about radio, television, and even in this uh, church house today. In Isaiah 61, 2B through 3A, it says, Isaiah prophesies that the Messiah will come. What will he do when he come? To comfort all who mourn. Then there are many of you who mourn death of a loved ones, death of loved ones who are hurting, who are grief-stricken, to console those who mourn in Zion. He'll comfort those who mourn over their sins as well. To give them beauty for ashes. Seems like when you look and you have nothing to show for your life, God is able to restore what the locusts have eaten, my friends. This message is about hope. Uh, uh, praise the Lord. He will keep your mind and lift the spirit of depression. The, the scripture says the Messiah has come to give the oil of joy for mourning. And look, the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm so glad that if your heart's heavy, if your heart is heavy, when you begin to hear messages like this, this is why Satan keep you from coming to church. Because he knows if you come to church, you're going to get spiritual medicine. Because embedded in the gospel is spiritual medicine. Do you not know the gospel is therapeutic? Say therapeutic. It, it, has, it has healing properties in it. The word of God says, there's a passage that says, he sent forth his word and healed them. God is able to heal your heavy heart. He's able to restore the joy of your salvation as you come in here. Praising God will lift the mind and lift the spirit of depression. Uh, see, beloved, if you want to defeat the devil and your enemies, then start passionately praising the Lord. I reiterate, if you want to defeat the devil, how many of you want to defeat the devil? Let me see your hands. If you don't want to de defeat the devil, maybe you're on his side. Uh, this, uh, uh, beloved, uh, if you want to defeat the devil and your enemies, and you got some enemies, you don't everybody like me. Stop that line. Everybody don't like you. Then start passionately praising the Lord. Let me give you one of my favorite verses. If you got a Passages. If you got a Bible, please, in the name of Jesus, turn there. Second Chronicles, and I'll end with this. Second Chronicles, uh, chapter twenty, verses fourteen and fifteen, and verses seventeen through twenty-four. Second Chronicles, uh, twenty, uh, verses fourteen through fifteen, and seventeen through twenty-four. Look what it says. If you want to defeat the devil and your enemies, then start passionately praising the Lord. Here's a one of the finest passages on that. Listen, 
Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. Verse 15. And he said, Listen, O you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord to you. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. You know, enemies coming against them. Look what he said. Underline this. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, when I, when I get right there, I want to run. Look, if I wish I could just, if I had time, you think I'm crazy, but that's enough right there to make me run all the way out to the foyer and make me run all the way back to the pulpit. I just wished I had. Don't you tell me to do it. I might do it. Uh, for, for the battle is not yours, but God. Now, some of y'all fighting battles that the Lord hadn't authorized you to fight. You better, you better first of all, learn to pick your battles. Amen. Hear God in the midst of the battles. Now, skip down to verses 17 through 24. You, I love this. Now, underline this. I get happy on every line. See, y'all read too fast trying to show your intelligence with God. Stop reading so fast. Look what it says. You will not need to fight this battle. <laughs> now that'll make me shout right there. Some of y'all in a conflict right now. Some of you got issues right now. Some of you trying to work out stuff on your own right now. But I got news for you right here. It says you will not need to fight this battle. Say it with me. You will not need to fight this battle. Again, you will not need to fight this battle. Again, you will not need to fight this battle. Now, you know what? Then he says, position yourselves. Oh, God. I'm t- position, you know what? You know why some of y'all lose battle? You so quick to run. He said, he didn't say backtrack. He said, position yourself. You know what's wrong with the saints today? They too flighty. You'd be a shooting down the street somewhere, they, they leave the church over here. Somebody make you mad, you fly away. You get disgruntled about something, there you go. You gone again for six, you go on strike. There you go, your ties, bye-bye. Position yourself. Look, if, uh, that means you got to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You know what salvation means? Deliverance. Okay, that means deliverance. Deliverance. See the salvation. I'm going to deliver you. You don't have to fight this battle. I just want you to hold your position and watch me work. Now, that ought to make you shout right there. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. They don't know who they messing with when they mess with me. They, when you mess with my children, you mess with me. I tell you what, just you don't, don't worry about fighting this battle. I'm going to take care of that multitude. All I need you to do is stand still. Look, look, the Lord who is with you, 
Now, that's God's presence. Now, see, some of y'all go into battle, but you don't have his presence because you've been lying, cussing, stealing, on taxes, homongering, slipping and sliding, secret sins, and then you try to fight my battle. <laughs> Devil said, <laughs> you open game. Say, he knows when the Lord is not with you. Who is with you? That's because you're living right. You're talking right. You're holy. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow. Now, some of y'all don't like tomorrow because things going to happen. The things come due. Trouble comes. The surgery come tomorrow. Uh, hardships come tomorrow. Uh, that person, that child come back home tomorrow with three and four children tomorrow. <laughs> you see, tomorrow. Go out against them. Here's a double assurance. For the Lord is with you. You see, you know why you fall to pieces? You get scared. You tuck your tail and run. You forget that the Lord is with you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil for thou art with me. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. For the Lord is with you. Verse 18. And Jehoshaphat bowed. Here's what you do. Bowed his head as worship with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord. Look, the king bowed, the people bowed, and they all worshiping God. What would it be like if all San Antonio, the mayor got up and said, it's time to bow down before the king of glory. I, w- I want the council to bow. I want, I want the first responders, the police. And we're we going to have a day of bowing and paying homage to the most high Jehovah God. We, we're in trouble as a city. We're in trouble as a nation. So we all going to bow on our faces before the king and we're going to worship him. Verse 19, then the Levites, that's that priestly tribe, of the children of the Korahites and the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord with Israel, with voices loud and high. Now underline that loud and high. Y'all get so quiet when you come. You can get, I wonder how you can get so loud at the television, at the game, and you come in here. I mean, oh, listen, when you, if God's been good to you, you ought to say amazing grace. Can anybody, I want you to say amazing grace like you really mean. Let's say it. Um, Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's say it again. Uh, oh, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. Listen, when you get to meaning that and your mind ain't all messed up, you're not all full of pride, God will move on your behalf. Look, voice is loud and high. Y'all, it's too loud in here. I can't hear. I need my earplugs. Verse 20, so they rose early in the morning and they went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me. Listen, when you're in trouble, you learn, you learn how to hear real fast. Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Look, believe in the Lord your God. That's faith, y'all. You got to believe in it. Even when the multitudes are against you, when you're fighting battles, 
that you, that you don't know how God's going to work out. You got to believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. Why believe his prophets? He, he the, the prophet uh, represented God as he dispensed the word of God and you shall prosper. The word will prosper you. Verse 21, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. Now, see, some of y'all would have struck out right there. I ain't singing. Oh, but he, he said, look, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. Uh, uh, they, got, they, got, they got their praise group on. Uh, and who should praise the beauty of the holiness. The holiness of God was magnified as they went out of the, uh, look, out before the army. That was a vast multitude and were saying, look what they were saying. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. That's what they kept saying. They didn't have a one line. It wasn't 15 stanzas. They said, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. I want you to say that as loud as, loud as you can. Praise, praise the Lord. Mercy. Stand up. You got to stand up and say it like you mean it. Because listen, we need to shout the devil out of here and shout the devil. Some of y'all, the devil got some strongholds in your life, strongholds on your children, strongholds on that job, strongholds in, strongholds in that health, strongholds, some issues that need to be resolved. But you know, we need to, we, we need to say, praise the Lord for his mercy and do Take it up a notch. Two more times. Pray for his mercy and one more time. Pray for his mercy and you may be seated. They just had a one line of song, a one line, and look, look what happened when they began to say that. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon against the people of Moab, against the people of Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir. He put them in confusion to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had, look, and when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. See, he turned the enemy on the enemy. They started fighting each other and didn't even know why they were fighting. Like some of y'all do. Y'all been fighting for years. You say, what you fighting about? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, They helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. In conclusion, my friend, if we praise the Lord as we have witnessed in this passage, I believe without a doubt we will see more miraculous deliverances in our own lives. If we praise the Lord like this, we'll see more breakthroughs. We'll see more miracle signs and wonders. Israel was victorious over her enemy because she trusted the Lord her God, knew that God was with her. She held her position. She didn't run and tuck her tail. She held her position and praised and worshiped her God. And all God's children said, amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And Father, we thank you for this message. Lord, it was so much 
Matter of fact, it was more than I could actually preach. Ooh, God. If this message don't stir us to praise God, then what will? God, we got something to shout about. You've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. When we failed to trust you, when we failed to believe you, when we went on strike and we didn't show up, we still experience your unfailing love and your mercy. Lord, put gladness in our hearts. Help us to see the best in each other and not the worst. For in the worst of people, there's got to be some good somewhere. And if it's not, Father, pray until it's revealed. Oh, God, help us to repent because we ourselves are not all that. We're saying, Lord, change them. The truth of the matter is, we need to be changed. We need to be changed. Humble us. Help us to love each other. Stand together in the unity of the spirit and let nothing separate us. From the love of God. No calamity, hardships, Sickness, misunderstanding, hurt feelings, harsh words, injustices. Let nothing separate us from the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.